Hello, Natasha. Hello, Damien. It's the Lowbrow Lowdown. Well, we're recording. So, Are we? Yeah, like I just started right. while we chat, like towards <clears> the end of that <throat> chat. Oh, that's very subtle, Damien. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good afternoon. <laughs> long day. I mean, we don't know what time people are listening to this. No, that's true. No, that's true. So, hello today. (laughs) (laughs) We are talking about, so this is third episode. We're three episodes in. We are three episodes in and it is genuinely so much fun, which I hope people at home feel this, like, or on your your daily walk. How can they not, honestly? This is, (laughs) we're doing, we're doing, um, the Lord's work, aren't we? <laughs> Reading terrible <laughs> literature so no one else has to. It is yes. just. By the way, you're listening to the Lowbrow Lowdown where we are oh, for season one reading Pandemic <laughs> Prose, the short form self-published literature of the coronavirus. So you don't mm. have to. Yes, it is. Um, yes, we're reading it. So oh, No, you've already said oh, that. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is like we, the format is we have not bettered that down yet. And we've not been to put down, no. And and there's some techie shows on Natasha's part. <laughs> she can't hear everything. Yeah, we're still working out the kind of remote recording sound setup. I feel like every every episode it's a little bit better. So hopefully everyone's done. Hopefully you that. all agree. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't, um still give us a five star review on whatever <laughs> you I don't know. You it's can only give a review on, I, on the Apple Podcast app, can't you? <laughs> all right. <laughs> That laughter from Damien is me doing hand signals saying I can't hear I have you. To, I have to stay close to the microphone. <laughs> I think I need a flashcard. Oh, yeah. Um, actually, that's not a bad idea. I should do that. Just use semaphore. Um, well, that's even worse. I don't know. Something is. Oh, is it worse? Yeah, no, that's better now. Oh, yeah. God. Okay. But that's too you close. It's too close. <laughs> you can't be that close to the microphone. I just need to find the optimal position. However, it is slightly like I'm filleting the microphone. <laughs> Given what we're reading, that's probably uh, the ideal position. Oh, yeah. It's completely suitable. Um, I've just had to take off my glasses because they are steaming up because I am once again in the hottest room on earth. <laughs> Sorry, I was just checking. The heater right. isn't on. It feels like I'm in a sauna. The heater's not on, but you are, Damien. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have been reading Kissing the Coronavirus it's quite too. steamy fiction. <laughs> we should introduce what we're reading to. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, so this week's... Um, her book was it is we continue the the chronicles the coronavirus chronicles um kissing the coronavirus 2 the second wave by mj edwards um so honestly like it was a little bit triggering to be reading about the second wave it was extremely triggering to be reading about the second wave. It's like this person was really on the zeitgeist of they coronavirus were, literature. They really were. It was Look, it was a little bit much, I'm going to be honest, um, <laughs> in more ways than one. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll read the um, the Amazon blurb. There is, I just want to flag before I read it, there is a typo in this and I'm just going to read it as it's written. <laughs> like right. I, when, when you copied this into the run sheet, it's like, oh, how did that, how did Natasha misspell that particular word? And I went to the... Um, I went to the Amazon listing. I was like, oh, no, she didn't. It's been copied direct. <laughs> so oh, no, see, if you can, to, um... see if you can guess where the typo hits. Oh, no. How did I? Okay. Oh, all right. No, no. You'll have to read it out to me, Damien. Come on. <laughs> so uh, this is Kissing the Coronavirus 2, the second wave. It's been eight months since a shocking lab incident claimed the lives of the world's top scientists tasked with finding the cure to COVID-19. Now with the vaccine program underway, Dr. Kelly Cauldron is working round the clock to ensure the population are immunised against the deadly disease. The only All right, pro- there's already a typo there, but, you know. <laughs> oh, hold on, I didn't see that one. Is immunised. Is it- <laughs> population is a singular <clears throat> plural. <laughs> yes. The only problem is it's getting in the way of her sex life. When a hunk- Look, <laughs> we're all in lockdown. I'm going to just say that's probably a lot of people's problems the coronavirus is getting in the way of a lot of people this is nothing but relatable i should say that (laughs) also the blurb completely spoils the book 
When a hunky patient enters her office to be vaccinated, Dr. Kelly is horrified to discover he has already received a double dose. But her horror turns to sexiness when the man transforms into everything she could ever want. That is, until a familiar face returns to throw the entire vaccination program in turmoil. Killing the coronavirus too in the second wave is a sexy oh tale God. about lust. Love it's the time frame. Oh <laughs> From the acclaimed author of Kissing the Coronavirus. Like I have like I was like, oh maybe the second book is called Killing It's not. It's it, look, I mean it seems because it's about you know, it, it, it's talking about the vaccine program. It's like, you know, killing the coronavirus. It, it it feels so natural and normal. Absolutely. And yet it's a typo. It's a shocking typo. Oh, an easy typo. S is nowhere near L on the keyboard. Oh, my God. Is it on purpose? Uh, that doesn't make sense. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. I think it's just a – maybe it is. Maybe it is. I've got th- thoughts about how th- these books um, are written with lots of SEO. <laughs> oh, I think so. I, I wonder whether this is. Is it a marketing um, genius? Like Maybe it's a marketing genius. I think so. Just like Look, what are the a, keywords? We could, we could write the next instalment. I mean, Damien, there, and- is, there, is some, there is one part of the dialogue that I swear is written by a bot. Although the whole thing might be, maybe MJ Edwards is just a really sophisticated bot. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I think, <laughs> uh, look, MJ Edwards, whoever that person is or isn't, I think it's about marketing. I think, yeah. But before we launch into the book, or unless you want to wait to the end, do we want to address mm. the drama in the author bio? Oh, I think we absolutely should address the drama in the author bio. We will get a, to the book a, at some point. In front of you. I do. Right, let me go I do. to that page. So, um, the about the author page, which would normally probably be pretty consistent from book to book. You know, you write your bio <laughs> and you just sort of slap it on things because you're like, well, look, I've done it once. Writing a bio is an awful, awful task. Oh, MJ Edwards updates it for at least the first and second book. Haven't yep. read the third yet. Read, don't know. I haven't read the third one, but um. I like the fact that it's a subplot in its own right. It is. It's <laughs> so exciting. So, sorry, I'll just keep reading. So the <laughs> about the author section, it's MJ Edwards has fallen lovingly into the role of titillation expert. Thanks to the response Expert's given. pretty generous, but go on. <laughs> <laughs> thanks to the response given to her debut book, Kissing the Coronavirus, she's now a part-time writer and part-time keyboardist in her local church band. <laughs> That must be some church. I wonder if they know. Do they know what she writes in her spare time? <laughs> well, due to her husband's infidelity, MJ Edwards currently finds herself single and living with her grown son, Richard, who is only partly supportive of her latest career choice. Right. Follow her on Twitter. The, the, the um, dedication at the front of the book was to Richard um, and Basically asked him to not leave dishes in the sink. <laughs> is this just a mother's way to like, I'm going to keep dedicate, I'm going to dedicate this book to my son as a like disciplinary measure. <laughs> Perhaps it's like, it's the ultimate troll. <laughs> yeah. Like you're going to deal with your dishes or I'm going to publish more erotica. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> That's pretty, oh, he just, Christmases must be pretty awkward at that house. I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've had one Christmas because they live together. They would have been allowed to celebrate Christmas. Oh, yeah. Because I think this book was published in December last year, whereas the other one was October. So it really was pretty, yeah, it really is along the same timeline as the actual coronavirus itself. Which so. might be how it's sort of staying so current with the yeah. what what has been happening. Um, I guess we should launch into the plot of what happens in this book it's um like at the opening line is a corker it is wonderful <laughs> shall i yeah because i have thoughts about i want to hear your reaction i want to read the line listen to you laugh for a little bit <laughs> and then <laughs> and then i'll get into 
my thoughts about it because I, I know. okay. <clears throat> so, so the main, the main character is Dr. Kelly Cauldron. She has left her life of orthodontics by day and dogging by night and is now injecting the vaccine into people's arms. The government made her do it though, at risk of prison if she didn't. So we, we open up with Dr. Kelly Cauldron sniffing the hot dog into her vagina, filling herself up with fat sausage that she kept all morning, warm all morning in her thermos flask. I mean, a, a thermos? <laughs> you can laugh now. <laughs> a thermos keeps things really freaking hot. Like, is she? Yeah, like that is one hot hot dog. Because like the, like a few a few lines later, the the steam is violently rising from the thermos on the floor of the toilet. <laughs> like she has put a searing hot, hot dog. <laughs> into her. She, but no, she has sniffed it into the her vagina. And, and I thought, what the hell is this? <laughs> as opening then, lines so go. Course, I thought, what a strange. I mean, as a, as a holder of a vagina myself, I thought, what is that sniff? And I thought, oh, the suction. Maybe she did... <laughs> Do they do that? <laughs> there are muscles and right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, Damien's crying now. I think it's <laughs> embarrassment. Oh <laughs> uh, no, sorry. Um, the warm. The room has really warmed up. On it really has. Damien's. This happened last time as well. I know, I'm like bright red. I'm glad this is an audio <laughs> format. Um, <laughs> um, and I thought that was a really bold start to a book. Any book. It, Honestly, I read it and did not comprehend what I had read because I'd read it and then about five minutes later I got a, a text message from you saying that opening line and I went back and was like, how did I not? I think, you know, like that moment of trauma where you just block Blink out. It out. It's like I that just, didn't really happen. It's like a mini, you've had a mini stroke yes. while reading this book because it's easier to deal with than the actual book. Um, but she then compares her sexual appetite to that of Ted Bundy or Rose West. <laughs> that's right. With Oh, that's right. That, yes, I did. <sighs> so, something, and I, I think this has improved from the last book. This opening, mm. the author I, I at- takes us through, like, what is essentially maybe a minute and focuses on that minute of her life of Kelly Cauldron's life um, to tell us how she's feeling, what she's going through. So she's currently Mm. sitting in the toilet of the vaccination (laughs) centre where she's giving coronavirus coronavirus vaccines and stuffing a hot dog into her vagina (laughs) and reminiscing about how it's been four weeks since she's been able to go dogging. And Yes, that's right. She's really – she. even thinking about it isn't enough anymore. Yeah. She's desperate for, for dick. dogging. <laughs> <laughs> so she loves to, like, she loves to, and I'm paraphrasing, but only barely, wind down her car window and accept Just any penis, penis that comes by. To come in. <laughs> we- <laughs> I guess if MJ Just- Edwards is concerned about her husband's infidelity, I mean, bit of dogging isn't that like there's an element of couples going in yeah, hey. yeah it could have been a shared activity or maybe it wasn't and that was the issue maybe 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 kelly cauldron's a stand-in for her husband. <gasps> an alter ego oh alter ego for her i was gonna say like maybe her husband was dogging and she wasn't and oh all oh, right all oh, right oh i thought maybe she was dogging and her husband decided that was maybe oh, the no, infidelity he was... is hers sorry sorry yeah yeah sorry <laughs> I remembered the uh, the subplot, her husband's infidel- infidelity. Right, yes, maybe he was talking. Mm. I mean, so many questions. So many questions. So, but I do like the first few parts of the book is it, it, she's thinking about lots of things while she's stuffing the, um, the uh, gosh, Damn it! What was the word? The del- the delicious meat tube. Oh, delicious meat tube. She calls it a, a pork <laughs> cylinder at one point as well. Oh, God. <laughs> the analogies—they just get better and better. Yeah. Um. So so while she's stuffing the um meat tube into herself, she's really thinking about what it means to be someone who is vaccinating the population, as well as 
workplace tensions in particular with her with her boss, the boss of the vaccination mm. team. Well, and it's only when she... <laughs> yes. uh, it's only when she decides to brave a second hot dog. <laughs> That's right. That, uh, and I've already... Oh. What's the name? Binky? Bilkin, Bilkin Cherubs. I looked up Bilkin and look, it wasn't an official dictionary de- definition, but there was a definition that popped up. And the problem is I've made too many notes. And so I'm like, where yeah, was same. my note about Bilkin Cherubs? And <clears throat> I've just passed a note that says, come obsessed. No, no, that's the note you texted to me. <laughs> <laughs> she is. Oh, she is like... This is a very oh, come is. forward book. It's um Yeah. Disgustingly forward. Oh, that's right. Oh god, so many mayonnaise analogies. Oh, uh, describing a foreskin as undercooked chicken skin. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. <laughs> Natasha's just physically cringed. <laughs> it's repulsive. <laughs> it's just a, like I know that there's there is um there's a place for comparing bodies to food, potentially. <laughs> Creamy skin. I don't know. This is uh, no. But she compares too much to food. Meat tube, pork sausage, her oh God, I'm gonna say this line. Her creamy pussy juices coating the hot dog like mayonnaise. I mean, I just I mean, from a food perspective alone, mayonnaise is disgusting and shouldn't be anywhere near a hot dog. <laughs> But then the analogy, just like, I don't need to be thinking about the taste of hot dog. She's no, talking about food. It's, like. it's not a, look, I don't want to yuck anybody's yum, but it's not a taste I'm <laughs> thinking about, <laughs> which we'll get to. Um, so Bilk was listed in this weird looking online dictionary as bulk, thwart, cheat or deceive. Oh, actually, that's really clever. So I was like, deceiving cherubs is that the name? Like, or or if she, or if she blocks something, it, did you say balks? Yeah, bulk. Yeah, yeah. So so she's hot dog blocked. Doctor, she has. Gordon. So yeah, Bilk and cherubs comes into the bathroom and C O M E S, not C O M. Yes, go on. Sorry, important to make that distinction. <laughs> And calls out to Dr. Kelly Cauldron, who Angry, has a has <laughs> just inserted the second hot dog. And so one hot dog <laughs> flies out, flies out. <laughs> onto the floor beyond the store. <laughs> <laughs> in <Damien. laughs> laughing so much. And so it rolls out. It rolls onto the floor from under the... Yeah. It's like someone dropping a roller toilet plate. No, toilet. I it rolls imagine out. just like... <laughs> Nightmare situation. <laughs> shooting across the room. Um, <laughs> but the other one that was already in there is sucked up to her womb. Yeah. This is someone that doesn't know what the inside of a female I I maintain is. that this is <laughs> written by a man. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. This was written by a man. <laughs> because even with my lack of familiarity with women, <laughs> I know that it, I know, like, I, I did biology, like, you know, I did sex education yeah, in high school. I know hum- what's what. Yeah. I, un- I understand. <laughs> I remember that there's a cervix that you need to get past, which you couldn't. <laughs> it would not be a good experience. All this to say, uh, Dr. Bilkin Cherubs asks if, so, oh, no, she angrily no. says, oh, sorry. Yeah, angry. I didn't realise you were having your lunch. But angrily. <laughs> Angrily, yeah, yeah. And why is she angry? Let's talk about that for just one second. <laughs> oh, is this the the um? She had big boobs, but not as big as yes, yes, that is correct. Yeah. Oh no, I've just caught glare. Oh, I've just caught sight of another um food analogy. Oh really? <laughs> oh, this is the uncooked muscle analogy. Oh yes. Oh, how did I forget that? <laughs> it's that trauma response, I think. Damien, I think we're just going to have to. (laughs) Just so many, so much food. I just didn't realise there were so many foods that you could compare to genitals. Too many. Too many. (laughs) Too many. Oh, Lord. Yes, sorry. So Um, part of the reason that 
Dr. Bilkin Cherubs. Sorry, it's such a weird name. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Doesn't like Kelly is because Kelly's tits are bigger than hers. And we find out because suddenly the narrator becomes omniscient and can see into Dr. Cherub's mind as well. Yeah, I found that a really weird switch. I thought, oh, are we changing from... Like a, um, a you know, restricted narration uh, to omniscient. <laughs> just just for that one moment. Just for that one moment. I did was, note that maybe... Not very smooth. <laughs> maybe um, Dr. Kelly is is telepathic. Could be the other option. Mm, yeah. Oh, look, I mean, mm, no. I think it's just bad writing on this part. <laughs> Let's put it down to bad writing. All of this, we still haven't really gotten to the crux of the story. No, no, we haven't. But I mean, it's. I mean, it's short. <laughs> we kind of thank God. Um, I'll say that often. That uh, thankfully these stories are quite short. Um, so yeah, so Bilkin, Doctor Bilkin Cherubs, the boss of the vaccination team. Um, seemed really angry about her tits not being as big as Dr. Kelly's. Although is Dr. Kelly her title or is Dr. Cauldron her title? Well, I mean, she's called Dr. Kelly throughout. Although I have, my dentist goes by Dr. First Name. Like, I mean, my dentist's name is Olga. It's not going to help you. Dr. Olga. Oh, see, I call my doctor um, that I go to, I just call her Rebecca. (laughs) Because that's her name. Oh, my regular no... doctor is just a name. <laughs> so Kelly is having to give, she's working for 22-hour days mm. um, in this centre that's open 24 hours a day and is. And they've been given really um, quite compelling uh, and horrendous targets to meet. But I think they wanted 60 people yeah, every person has to vaccinate 60 One, people an hour. Yeah. I did some some quick maths on this. <laughs> I've done maths on other things in this book. And I had to, lots of Googling of animal parts. How big is that? <laughs> I'll get to We'll get to that. So I've made some <laughs> assumptions. So if we're, they, she's been doing it for four weeks. They're vaccinating mm-hmm. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and it's 60 vaccinations per person working per hour. Mm-hmm. There's always a line and... That would mean that one person is vaccinating 10,080 people a week. If we assume oh across the UK there are 5,000 people who are vaccinating, that's 50 million vaccinations a week. <laughs> it's 201.6 million over the four in- weeks, which means everyone in the UK has been vaccinated three times. At least. At least. <laughs> They're onto their booster shots now. <laughs> yeah. Which is concerning considering where this goes. Given- yeah, given the effects that that can have on your personal self and your weather around you. The weather, again. <laughs> we'll get to that. I mean, there's, there's not far to get there. She goes back to her desk. No. She has a tippy-tap at her computer and she gets through eight patients. That's a quote, by the way. She oh, tippy tap on her computer. <laughs> on her way to her office. So after she walked past Dr. Cherubs and into her office, she saw a really hot man. Like, mm. had sick abs. Really hot. Was the um, exact wording. Yeah, he, he's a sexy looking guy with sick abs and biceps as wide as an elephant's leg. That's what I looked oh. up. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, as I, I mean, this, this podcast is ruining my algorithms across every platform. So, an elephant's leg on average noting there are different species of elephants across the world. Um, we're looking at approximately a 1.3 metre diameter. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not small. No. <laughs> like, even if you are a big bulky man, 1.3 metres, like, you would just be arms. <laughs> you couldn't. You would just walk with your arms <laughs> out to the side. because be like the Michelin well, man. I don't know. I mean, there would just be like a, a metre diameter of muscle and bone. He must weigh 500 kilograms. I don't know. It would just be I mean, he'd struggle to travel for business. <laughs> just be. Um, I mean, maybe this guy's got really sick abs because his core has to be so strong to hold up his Hold up his arms, arms. His one metre <laughs> wide arms. Yeah. I yeah. mean, wide as in 
circumference. Circumference. So, I mean, a meter wide would be what, still pretty. Um, I mean, you were not me. holding your hands a meter apart. No, no, no. <laughs> and it still looks see. ridiculous. <laughs> Still look ridiculous. So she was pretty excited. There was a sexy looking guy in the queue. And um, then <laughs> after eight patients, who should walk in the door? Which, you know, <laughs> admittedly, if there's a heap of people working at this vaccination centre, he could have gone to anyone. Mm. Luckily, it was her. Luckily, um, yeah. And um, <laughs> did, did you um, see the, um, after he works in walks in, even though he, his sorry, even through his shirt, Dr. Kelly could see he was super ripped. His shirt clung to him like a small condom <gasps> clung to a massive cock. A small condom <laughs> and a massive cock. <laughs> Just, I did, yeah, I saw that and I thought, oh man, I can't keep sending you <laughs> screenshots. Uh, our WhatsApp is uh, also, this has happened twice now. Once with uh, my friend Link, <laughs> I sent him something that was meant for oh, you. No. <laughs> and once with another friend, I um, sent them something and I was like, oh, my God, this is not for you. And it was one of those friends that's like, oh, that's this is not where our relationship is. Um, I can't oh, no. I can't send you. I think it was the hot dog. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> sending that opening line to a stranger. <laughs> I can't send, well, I- like, I can't send you stuff about vagina hot dogs. We don't know each other like that. <laughs> my fear, now, because these are my job that news job that I started this week there um there's three work whatsapps um no. with really similar oh no I mean hell I like I love whatsapp I love the fact that I'm in these whatsapps my fear is that I'm gonna send uh something deeply wrong to um someone very senior <laughs> Just, oh dear <laughs> You can I, I, unsend I act- in in WhatsApp. Oh yeah, you can. You can. Don't forget if it happens, just unsend before quickly. anyone sees. Love them to bits. Hope no one's listening. Uh, I think they will be. <laughs> Someone will. Anyway, so he comes so, in. Um, he, yeah. They, in an interaction that would have taken more than a minute, she sort of asks him some questions, mm. and gets him to lie down on the. Double bed. Yeah, the double bed. In if the anyone can suite. tell me when they've gone to the doctor and there's been a double bed there, I'd be keen to hear. <laughs> you can email us uh, at lowbrowlowdown at gmail.com. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, and she gets the, the vaccine out of the fridge. Oh, we miss this whole bit. She gets really excited oh, about giving people the freezing so... cold vaccine because they shiver and it gives her a sense of power. Yeah, she gets a real, real sense of enjoyment or almost orgasmic thrill from giving the vaccination to people. It's really, it, it really is um, a very important thing for her. Yeah, well, and <laughs> sexually, it, although it doesn't quite live up to penises through her car window. No, <laughs> it it's sort of it's something. Something, yes, it's, it's she takes the thrills where she can get them, really. Yeah, well, she gives him the vaccine and he has a little shiver, and she's like, Oh, yes, that's very mm. exciting. And she says, How are you feeling? And I have like this is the bit that I think was written by a bot. <laughs> so, firstly, he propped himself up onto his elbow, so he's lying face down on the bed <laughs> to get an injection in his arm because she talks about putting it in his arm, yeah. And then it's, <laughs> so she says, how does that feel? Bill Johnson. Oh, we didn't say his name. His name is Bill Johnson. Oh, yeah. Johnson. J-O-H-N-S-O. I thought it was a typo, but it's repeated every time. <laughs> it's like Johnson, but with no N. Yes. Yep. Uh, Bill Johnson <laughs> propped himself up on his elbows, then nodded. Yeah, fine, he said. Just super tired. What have you been doing <laughs> to make you so tired? Well, I'm a business travel. I travel all over the place for business. What kind mm. of business? You wouldn't understand. Okay. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, but it's almost like she just started writing this dialogue and went, oh, I, I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm just going to end it there, like in this very. Yeah, like an awkward conversation in a doctor's room with a double well, bed. Well, actually, you know so... what? Maybe, maybe this is really realistic. <laughs> um, mm. But 
Bill Johnso sits up, wobbles, falls over. She has to grab his massive, solid pectoral and mm. <laughs> which was like grabbing a fillet of succulent beef. Oh, God. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> Again, an absolutely disgusting analogy. <laughs> like grabbing a piece of beef. It's just it uh like no. And also no, and also beef shouldn't be hard or firm unless it's been cooked. All right. So 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 Bill Johnson is is feeling a bit, you know, crap after his well no, no, he's he's tired because he's a busy traveller. He travels. He's a busy, he's a busy businessman business that does. He travels business. all over the place for business, and and end of story. And then and then he he realizes that he's feeling a bit off, and she she tries to understand why. What do you mean? I thought you weren't experiencing any symptoms. Um, and he and he and he reveals that he actually has received another. Uh, uh, he's already received a dose of vaccination uh, last week. And um, that's right. Oh, no. <laughs> because he was in NYC last week, which is what we refer to New York, where he's from. He doesn't really say he where he's from. he's from New York? And, yeah. So he, so he was in NYC last week, which is what we refer to New York. It's Oh, yeah, she ex- explains what New York, NYC stands for. Yeah. Which is insane. In- <laughs> <laughs> And also, what? Who would say NYC? I'm from L M E L. Oh yeah, <laughs> just yeah, just say New York. Um, just say New York. So, so he signed up for the vaccine back home, uh, and he's been double dosed, which turns out to be a huge mistake. A huge mistake. Now you <laughs> might remember from book one of Kissing the Coronavirus that when you put too much coronavirus in your system you are consumed by and transform into the coronavirus Mm. guess what happens when you have too much cure in your system well on this occasion again there was lots and lots of weather happening there was lightning cracking and thunder bellowing um and (laughs) kelly's quite a bit and then the you know the double bed broke smoke filled the room and mr doc sorry dr bill johnson when did he become a doctor hang on oh that's a typo typo. so dr bill johnson had been well he was no longer dr bill johnson he was now cure he was cure you also missed a very important point oh no that (laughs) Kelly uh, <laughs> fell to the floor and yeah. was cushioned by her breasts, which I don't <laughs> like. There are nerve endings in your breast; that wouldn't work. Yeah, but, that would. I mean, look. I mean, she could be cushioned by them, but I mean, it would hurt. It would hurt a lot. <laughs> Importantly, her inner monologue then chimes in: "Doctor Bilkin Cherubs wouldn't have survived that fall." Oh, that's right. Because her oh, her boobs are smaller. Her colleagues. <laughs> <laughs> it's only my ample breasts, breasts first. <laughs> ah, dear. Oh, that's right. No, oh, yeah, that's right. The um, so Bill Johnson was no longer, but there was a man almost one hundred and seventy-five percent his size. Very specific. Which, <laughs> so that's so is that a man with um? Oh God, now now this is bad maths. Was one hundred and seventy-five percent increase of one point three meter bicep diameter? Oh <laughs> there, God! Hold me. on. Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing calculator. <laughs> I'm just going to get um, out a calculator. So 1.3 metre bicep increase by 175% is a 2.275 mm. metre <laughs> bicep. So bicep's the size of a house. <laughs> oh, like it's or a just car, carrying around a, yeah, a, a compact fucking... <laughs> It's a, it's a Hyundai Getz. He's got a Hyundai Getz <laughs> on his arm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, importantly, while coronavirus, while COVID, the uh, character COVID was green with uh, spike proteins all over him, <laughs> Cure, yes. who has subsumed the body of Bill Johnson, mm. is blue. 
and very muscly and giant and has a humongous penis. Although we don't get a medium-sized python comparison <laughs> now, it's now looks like a birthday party, a birthday clown, party balloon clowns balloon prior to prior. it being turned into a balloon animal. <laughs> Which I love because we made that in comparison last time. So this so time think, we are going to get a poodle. We are going to get a poodle. Um, a really long poodle from a Hyundai gets. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, so like a really horrendous smurf. Um, is yeah. Just terrible. A giant, Absolutely. giant dicked smurf. <laughs> so so bill johnson is gone um and he is him now and his name is cure did anyone go i mean i don't know anyone else reading this book thought of the cure oh yeah the, the band yeah <laughs> let's let's move on um so he is the oh no he is the cure so he's the cure. So is he a cure or a vaccine? I mean, those two things are different. But, but we had this know, problem in the last book that they were yeah, sort of going between. Was, are you suggesting the science is shoddy and researched? I mean, in this book, <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Not not the science. So could it? So, so oh no, here's another one I had to highlight. Doctor Kelly's vagina did a somersault. Oh, I highlighted that too. Oh God! Sorry, as as a woman with a vagina, part of me really hurt thinking about <laughs> that happening. So, like, oh no, don't don't be twisting and turning all around. I mean, but also, like, just to put it into the context of someone with a penis, like it'd be the same as saying their testicles did a somersault, or <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's just. Oh dear, it's just so sad. So she 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 decides um, to throw professionalism out the window and says, "I want to suck your dick." Yeah, and he she, says, "Sure." Yeah, and was, <laughs> I would like. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm going to read my excerpt now. <laughs> so something you may have forgotten. So they're like they're hooking up. He rips her clothes, just like I think he just grabs them the side of them and tears them off completely. Yep. Um, and flips her upside down to feast on her vagina. Um, importantly, we may have all... I had forgotten the hot dog is still there. <laughs> so, like, all this stuff is happening. She's vaccinating all these people and I'd forgotten that she still had a hot dog inside her. Mm. And so <laughs> after she's flipped upside down and he's being held in the air and he's... um. Oh, look, I'll just start reading what happens. I think from you there. should read it. It is it's too it's you can't take away you, you there's no embellishment on on purity. No. So this is my excerpt that I chose. <laughs> Cure twisted her in his grip, spinning her right round so that he was upside sorry, she was upside down, her tremendous hair brushing the tiled floor. She took his massive dick again as it whipped around like one of those inflatable <laughs> men you see outside of car showrooms. And then cure so <laughs> sexy, <laughs> wacky wailing, flailing, arm flailing, And then cure began to feast on her vagina. He slurped and slopped oh. and gulped and hummed. It was like he was a criminal on death row, and her vagina was his final meal. Drool mixed with the excitable juices from her fanny oozed out onto the floor. Is that a hot dog? <laughs> Oh my god! Um, In the next line, uh, can, do you want me to read the next line? Yes. <laughs> weeping. Okay, Doctor Kelly wheezed. She'd forgotten all about the hot dog. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. She mumbled with a mouthful of cock. No, said Cure slowly. I like it. And then, in what was the most erotically charged moment of Dr. Kelly's life, Cure lapped the still warm hot dog route out of her vagina. <laughs> the mmm is in the text. That is not Natasha's reaction. He finishes with mmm. You know, it's kind of both. Yeah, but mmm. 
I like honestly, if I wasn't reading this on a Kindle, I would have thrown it across the room. It was just the is that a hot dog line genuinely caught me by surprise. I think this is good writing. <laughs> Did, I think I, I think I think I I barked a bark of laughter. <laughs> it was just hot dog but i had remembered the hot dog and i was thinking when are they going to address this <laughs> the hot, hot dog, dog in the room <laughs> and it was like of course during the sex scene nice when, it. when you'd most want to remember a hot dog stuffed inside of a jar a, a strange like a stranger <laughs> and you find a hot dog inside them <laughs> that's the end <laughs> That's like, oh, no, mm. something's wrong. <laughs> so this is something we talk about before, surely. <laughs> surely you're like, okay, in the interest of, like, enthusiastic consent, I just want to let you know I have a hot dog down. <laughs> and I want that to be part of this. Are you okay with that? So much so happens more- in this very short book. And I think it's important to say that we're not done. It doesn't end on hot dog. It does not end on hot dog. There is a guttural kind of scream, Did, yell, yeah. growl, and mm. the door is kicked off its hinges. Uh, and um, yeah, there is a bulky, chunky, thick boy with a. <laughs> Sorry, exact quote, bulky, chunky, thick boy with chiseled jaw. It really changes the pace, isn't it? Oh, him, said Cure somberly. Him who? And the bulky, chunky, thick boy. (laughs) (laughs) Dawdled to the door. It's like suddenly she's talking about her corgi. (laughs) Oh, my God, that's exactly it, yeah. A corgi is a bulky, chunky, thick boy. But you're right, like writing to SEO, bulky, chunky, thick boy. Yeah. Like, it really is. Mm, with a chiseled jaw, incredible bulges, and a dick that measured up to cures. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Straight into the room. And then there's another, sorry. Well, there's a confrontation. Oh, no, could... They're like, he strides into the room and there's this kind of, all this machismo kind of masculine energy there. Mm. Dr. Kelly's excited because they're going to fight over her and the winner will take the spoils. And mm. in what is a real surprise? I was quite surprised, pleasantly surprised. Pleasantly surprised. <laughs> mm. There is a male-on-male kiss. We are seeing masculine presenting bisexuality, which is so rare in media. Mm. Say this mm. as somebody with a little bit of expertise in that. <laughs> <laughs> but masculine presenting bisexuality and genuine bisexuality, like, you know, Genuine. Yeah. So we live in this media sphere where usually it's women and also normally yeah. it's like, oh, they eventually land on a binary, normally it's straight. Mm. Mm. But genuine masculine bisexuality presented here because COVID and cure kiss. They kiss and really passionately. And like a hand goes and down and, and strokes a penis like a hamster. No, no, like, like it was a guinea pig. Guinea pig, sorry. Pleasure <laughs> as it erected. <laughs> Uh, what the hell? Um, and it didn't seem as though, look, one thing I did like about this is it, it didn't seem as though it was um, for anyone else but each other, mm. even though they included Dr. Kelly. Well, she got later. a bit hit up that she was getting left out. She, she was feeling left out. There really was, it wasn't being done for her gaze or for the female gaze, if we're going to do this. End of flip. Hmm. <laughs> it was it was absolutely a. They were genuinely enthusiastic about kissing each other and um, squeaking each other's guinea pigs. Yeah, so, absolutely. Mm. I, I think pre- like representation in a way that you just don't see. I did not expect to see here. No, it was it was refreshing. And then they ruin it with no, no <laughs> sorry. <laughs> then they ru- ruin it with it. Dreadful analogy again. Oh, hold on. Which um, one's this? So, without warning, warning, COVID turns to Dr. Kelly, and in one sweeping mo- movement, he took her in his arms and brought her up to his face, burying his face, his face between 
her breasts like they were grandma's raspberry trifle. Yes. Another terrible food. But also there is no relationship between breasts and a raspberry trifle. No. It's a big bowl of pudding. It's a big bowl of wet pudding with is, food. Is her, is her chest got, like a glass I, bowl of <laughs> sponge, like sponge cake laid across? When I was, I've got to tell you my trifle story. I cannot eat trifle. I cannot eat it. it. People have cannot. My mum, when I was about seven, um, accidentally overboozed the trifle or something. No. I don't know. And I ate a lot of the trifle and then spent uh, most of the night vomiting throughout different rooms of the house. Oh, no. For hours and hours because I was, was I drunk? I don't know. Or was it just too much food or just something? And I was so upset about vomiting so much. I didn't want to wake anyone. So I just moved to a different room <laughs> each with each bout. That's so what my it was cat my used bed, to do. My bedroom. <laughs> and then the bathroom, like seriously, just papered the walls <laughs> and then the lounge room and then my mum came and what have you done my possessed child is yes it's extremely um, ex- um the exorcist yes so uh oh god and then we get we have a little description of the sounds they make when they kiss uh, Oh, Their I've missed tongues slosh together when oh, making, yes. like how a cat sounds when it eats its dinner. But <laughs> I mean, as I w- have owned a cat, my cat made the nom 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 sound. She'd be like, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> "Is that the sound they're making? Does your it's cat make that sexy. sound?" Sexy, <laughs> sexy, not very sexy. <laughs> yeah, no, my cat, no, Peanut doesn't make. Um, I don't know. No, she just purrs <laughs> while she's eating. Fran was a very vocal cat. And sometimes I, you, we'd go out for a coffee and she would want to be outside for a bit. So we'd let her out and we're like, well, we'll be gone for 10 minutes. So we'll come back. Mm. And you'd come back and she'd be on the balcony screaming at us as we're like walking <laughs> down the street. She can see us coming. She's like, man. It's like, oh, my God. It's like it's been oh, 10 dear. minutes. You're fine. She yeah, also used to yeah. do this thing because in spring the magpies would swoop her. Mm-hmm, and so she, mm-hmm. if I was out, like I'd let her out when I went out <laughs> and did the shopping. Mm. And she'd be where we parked the car at the back. And I'd bring the car in and I'd get out and she'd run underneath my feet trying because she was scared the magpies were going <laughs> to hide. And I was <laughs> like, you're going to trip me over or they're going to swoop me. Like this is not working. <laughs> Oh, and here's another. Oh, sorry, I'm just. So I've got this the book in front of me. Uh, we we see another word that MJ Edwards uses to describe um, the sound uh, body parts make. So in in the coronavirus book one, uh, COVID's penis warbled. Oh yes, how could mm. I forget? And in this one, Dr. Kelly's tits warble as she stomped over to the two giants among men. Sorry. Um, I'm just like warble. Warble. <laughs> just sorry. Got her boobs out. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> All this to say that she kicks up a stink and they're like, oh yeah, let's invite Kelly into the fold. Yeah. And COVID yeah. cure and Kelly have very passionate threesome. And I like, again, mm. just, you know, good representation. It's not one of those, mm. like, the woman is making it not gay. They're like totally in there, into everyone yeah. there. It's very a pansexual yeah. experience. It's, it's very extremely exciting. equitable. It is. <laughs> um, I don't um, want to describe the ways that the ejaculation no. happens. It's gross. There's a lot of ejaculate. <laughs> this whole book is just very semen forward like kelly's really into it every opportunity she has to describe what it's like she really goes for it that's a different description each time so you just get another visual yeah ruins another food for <laughs> to you to ruin another food dish for you <laughs> surprise trifle paper. didn't get a mention in the semen um <laughs> Uh, so, but this all culminates in a lot of ejaculation. She's drowning in it. 
Um, she ejaculates as well. She does. So, Again, very equitable, like, you know, mm. showing the different experiences that everyone has. Mm. Um, and it sort of closes in this very, like, oh, look, we're at the end now because how very this end. book like, works oh, that's is. Right. It's this massive, quite fast-paced build-up to the, to the sex scene or, you know, two parts of a the, bigger sex The sex scene. 200 and, words and then. Yeah. <laughs> and then. And then that's it. It's like the ending really is anticlimactic. Although, is it a cliffhanger? I, I feel like it might be. Because I asked this. So everyone, everyone's come. They're all lying. I assume with the door to the vaccination centre wide open because COVID kicked it off its hinges <laughs> and the, the thousands of people <laughs> like gather around this door. <laughs> Um, and it ends on, and the three of them laid there in silence, listening to the sound of each other's breathing in, out, in, out, in. There was no out, but from who? I mean, that what does that make mean? Sense. So someone <laughs> was... breathed in and then held their breath. Are they dead? Forever. Are they dead? I mean, but you think even on death. Well, if you die, exhalation. your body would like naturally, I think. Let the air out. Yeah, so I think I think it's I think it is a clumsy way of suggesting that someone has died or been absorbed into Maybe she's been absorbed someone else. But I wonder whether because it's COVID and the cure, whether somehow has cure no, killed I COVID. Know. I mean, look, there's no way to really describe how that could possibly happen. But but I wonder if that's a a reference to the fact that they could. One would cancel the other out somehow. Well. Oh, have you got a theory? I have a theory. So um, next week's episode is the third and I believe final instalment. It is the final instalment, yes. For now, who knows. Um, Which is Kissing the Coronavirus (laughs) 3, The Mutant Strain. And I looked at the cover (laughs) and The Mutant Strain (gasps) is a woman. Yes. Is Dr. Kelly Cauldron. Has she? Is it? I don't know. Oh, is it? Oh, sorry. Oh, no, I haven't read it. I haven't read it. it. I decided not to read ahead. I was like. No, 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 I'm not reading ahead either. So (laughs) so I would hate to give myself spoilers. (laughs) Oh, you've already done your quote. So I think out of all of the amazing quotes out of this book that I wanted to highlight, one that just as a more of a, I'm not quite sure how to describe it, but it really struck me as a, an interesting writing style it, within a couple of paragraphs, being able to change pace and, and, oh, I don't know. Anyway, so Dr. Kelly is, you know, she's thinking about a day, she's getting on to the business of vaccinating um, hundreds of people. Oh, so if, what were your calculations? 10,000 people a week. 10,080 people a week, yeah. <laughs> that's remarkable that is remarkable um we need people like that here we do i seriously i mean i think mj edwards has written what our vaccination schedule should be yeah we'd be done in a oh, we'd be done in a week um but he was a little uh, I, I think i this is the quote i've got it's, it's a moment of whimsy amidst this you know amidst the pandemic Dr. Kelly, oh, sorry, and to add to the stress, Dr. Kelly had a hot dog lodged in her vagina. She couldn't deny the fact that it felt nice and because it was a little bit naughty, it only added to the thrill. Excuse me. But the time for fun was over. She had a virus to slay. So, you know, we're really getting a sense of Dr. Kelly has purpose. She really knows what she's working on in, in this stressful and busy time so she reached her vaccination room a crowd of people rumbling and grumbling outside um i mean it sounds crowded and horrible in the time of pandemic mm. to be thinking of people crowded into a small space uh, and she threw herself inside it was a moderately sized room with a double bed on one side where some patients like to lie on and a desk on the other i mean that's that's exactly the experience i had when i went to get my vaccination except for the double bed it was incredible yeah there was a double bed no 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 there was a double bed (laughs) (laughs) there was not um we went to the same place (laughs) i didn't get a double bed (laughs) did i really get vaccinated no um there was also a picture of a flower on the wall on the wall Dr. Kelly didn't know what kind of flower. 
maybe a daisy or something, but she wasn't sure. Or was it a daffodil? No, she wasn't sure. And then she goes back into her, into her life of being a doctor and vaccinating people. It was just, just a quiet moment of thinking about the small things. She really didn't quite stop to smell the flowers, but there were, it's, yeah. And it was, this is, like, I'm not saying this is great writing, but it is a hallmark of good writing to give the reader something that only the character could notice. Yes, that is actually a really good point. It was it, not sure it adds anything to the story, uh, but it doesn't take anything away. But it tells you something it, about her. She sort of noticed yeah. notices a pretty thing and then ruminates on it, which is a very human thing to do. We all do that. Yeah. And yeah, yeah I it I can't believe I'm saying this. It is good writing. Like it's fucking bonkers. <laughs> that, was, that was a clever bot. No. <laughs> It is bonkers, it's it's, it's it's, good. Look, I mean, it's good writing. The words are probably bad, but the way they're put together. Yeah. We're led along a pretty reasonable journey. I imagine MJ Edwards, if, so I have a friend who is a journalist and he's just a phenomenal storyteller. You Mm. go out to brunch with them and you're like, they're telling you about something that Mm. happened in the day and you're like hanging on every word. I think MJ Edwards is a phenomenal storyteller. Maybe the writing is still evolving. The words that they're using are still evolving, but the instinct is there. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I think, yeah, a a really great um, basis Mm. for an amazing career potentially. And Mm. lots of people don't have that instinct, you know, and you Mm. can kind of learn it, but to be able to just naturally churn out a book like a very short book, but to have it be compelling and driving and like make me want to turn the page. (laughs) It's, she's done it. it. We're talking about it. Yeah. I mean, this started as a joke and now I'm like, maybe we should, but like they should write a whole book. (laughs) Um, So do you have a rating out of, out of five face masks? Generous. I mean, I feel like the, the ending it is a bit of a cliffhanger. So I really do want to know what happened next. I'm hoping we do find out in the next book. So I'm going to give this three and a half masks out of five. I'm pushing it up to four. It was, <gasps> I, right. I enjoyed it. I was I, <laughs> right there. I, I cannot wait to read the next one. We're going to wrap this episode up and I'll be like, I have some bedtime reading. <laughs> Actually, no. You know what? I'm going to give it four out of five as well. Uh, <laughs> it is so pro-vaccine. How can we not support that? Yeah, it's mm. it's uh, it's a, a inspirational story. It for really is a locked yeah. down nation. Mm. Someone said to me, "Are you plugging the Twitter?" I was like, oh, I, That's I, a good "I guess point. we have a Twitter." Yes, we need to plug the Twitter. All so right. we actually would really like to know what you think of these books. If you've read them, or what you think of like. Our description of them, you don't have to read them because we are reading them, so you don't have Jeez, to. Please be nice, though. We're new to this. Yeah. Look, <laughs> we are recording remotely in Melbourne lockdown, like, through iPods and shit. Uh, <laughs> but if you want to tell us what you think, you can email us at lowbrowlowdown at gmail.com. Surprisingly not taken, or maybe not surprisingly. Uh, or mm. you can, uh, you know, add us on Twitter at lowbrowlowdown. I'm going to really struggle to say that. Low brow, low down. Low brow, low down. And, you know, yes. we're, we're three episodes in. This is the third book that we've reviewed. The first one was weird. Um, these are weird, but in a different way. Um, more enjoyable than the first one. Um, far more enjoyable. Yes, that's far more. And I feel like the, the writing has really improved from the first one to the second yeah, one. I, like could not put this down and admittedly it's very short like I read it in 20 minutes if that (laughs) but I was like excited to see what would happen I was like oh my god all these things I was curious about what would what the next page was bringing and and there were just lots of twists and turns as well (laughs) there were twists and turns I did like the look I really did like the internal dialogue um that we got from Dr Kelly Cauldron yeah in in a way we, we got to know her yeah we really got taken into her world and mm. <clears throat> those asides had the potential to kind of you know be derail. Sort of, yeah derail the story but they kind of all came back around mm. 
Pardon the pun. Yeah, they did. There, there was nice um, completion. Uh, we both just said <laughs> bad puns. Uh, just. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, are we? I think we're done. Wrapping up. I think we're wrapping up. Thanks, everyone. Stay safe. Thank you. Get vaccinated if you can. Yeah. Yes. Get vaccinated if you can. We're, we're all very oh, pro-vaccine here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye.